seated, please. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. Easter is a season. It's not merely a, a day. As we observe and entered into the cross of our Lord through observances over the extended season of Lent, so now we experience the resurrection through a season of focus on what it means to be risen with Christ. And this reflects our understanding of spiritual growth. Spiritual growth happens through the practice of spiritual disciplines over time. It doesn't happen because we get excited one day. Our lessons today focus on victory. Jesus appears in the upper room and shows his disciples the scars of Good Friday that are now the trophies of victory. It's as if he's saying, see, I have conquered sin and death. In the epistle, St. John says that <clears throat> this victory is ours through faith. The epistle speaks of overcoming the world, but this is a wimpy translation. The word really means to conquer. This is the victory that conquers the world, even our faith. This leads to a kind of Eastertide meditation. Are we, in fact, conquering the world through our faith? Are we overcoming our sins? Are we changing our old patterns of thought? Are we living in a new way? Are we receiving forgiveness and forgiving others? We grow spiritually. We conquer as the life of Christ within us gets stronger over time. And we are able, increasingly, to conquer the things that once conquered us. And this process of growth happens in the spiritual life according to the same principles we see in the physical creation. A plant grows as it is watered and fertilized and given sunlight. A baby progresses from infancy to being a toddler, to being a young child. As a child eats and exercises and is taught new things. The life that is planted in us in baptism grows as it is nourished and cultivated by spiritual disciplines practiced over time in the community of the church. Experiences at a moment in time may encourage us. Easter Day can inspire us, but it doesn't really change us. We have birthday parties, for example, <clears throat> to mark a stage in a child's growth, and we celebrate and have a great day. But the party in and of itself doesn't make the child stronger, taller, or smarter. A young athlete may be inspired 
by watching his favorite player make a game-winning shot. But unless that athlete puts in his own 10,000 hours of practice, he will never be in a position to imitate his hero. So we must practice our faith. St. Paul tells us in Ephesians, one way we understand this practice is the way St. Paul describes it in Ephesians, that we put off the old man and we put on the new man. And this is a baptismal image drawn from the ancient practice of baptism where people would take off their old clothes before entering the water and they would put on a new garment afterwards. But St. Paul is talking about the ongoing practice that turns the one-time event of baptism into regular practice. Each day, we must put off the old man through confession. And each day, we must put on the new man through prayer and through new behavior that reflects the new life we have. Grace, the grace that comes to us from God, is essential to this process. Grace is the divine power or energy that enables us to rise above the limitations of our fallen nature and do the will of God. What we call the life of prayer and the disciplines of that life, receiving the Eucharist on Sunday that feeds a life within us, the daily practice of prayer and Bible reading that we call the daily office, the ongoing conversation we have with God, the practice of silence, meditation, contemplation. These are just ways that we habitually live within the grace of God. And as we live within the grace of God, over time, we are formed and changed by grace. We are called to practice our faith in life, to do new things, to practice saying no to sin, to practice speaking the truth in love with each other, We are called to practice the art of speech that edifies. We're called to practice using our gifts. To practice going around not thinking what we need from everyone else, but practice how we can help others with the gifts we have been given. Now, the concept of practice assumes some measure of failure. A baby becomes a toddler, falls down a bunch of times before it actually learns to walk. We are putting off the old man and putting on the new, but the old man is not completely dead yet. And we are not completely yet formed in the image of Christ. Thus, from time to time, in the heat of the battle, we will be overcome by the world the flesh and the devil, the enemies that we renounce in baptism, we will act selfishly. We will say an unkind thing. 
we may fall into sin. The remedy for this in the Christian life is confession, a renewed experience of grace, and we rise up and we practice doing better next time. Our failure does not mean that our faith is not genuine. Our failure means that we are not as strong or mature as we thought we were. We are like the child who was not quite strong enough to lift that thing yet. Or the child who is still governed by childish emotions. The ongoing experience of grace is central to our growth and our progress. As we progress in the faith, we learn more and more about our weakness. It might begin on a certain surface level, but as we grow in faith, we, we notice more and more things. We notice more and more, we realize that we do not love God with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our mind. And we do not really love our neighbor as ourselves. And as we realize this, we're brought to a greater point of surrender and death, which is the necessary prelude to resurrection. And this is the essential difference between the transformation that takes place through Christian faith and merely striving to be a moral person. The transformation of faith takes place as we recognize our weakness and are brought into greater and greater dependence upon God through faith. And the paradox is that the more our dependence upon God grows, the more we grow in that spiritual strength that comes from God. As St. Paul said, when I am weak, then I am strong. Grace conquers our fallen nature. As often as we come to Christ again with genuine repentance and sincere faith, our sins are forgiven. This is the, the point of the real presence of Christ in the sacrament. We come each week again as sinners, and each week Christ is still here to accept us and forgive us and change us. <clears throat> we might think that we, our behavior, our failures would chase Christ off and some week we'd show up and just, you know, I'm done with you guys. But it doesn't happen that way. It happens the other way. As we continue to come, we continue in the process, the organic process of growth through faith. The grace that comes to us from Christ begins to conquer our sin. This is victory that conquers the world, even our faith. One barrier to growth is the lack of desire to change. Jesus said to the man by the pool of Bethesda, do you want to get well? 
And Jesus healed that man, and that man was not happy about it. He was comfortable sitting by the pool, complaining about his estate. and didn't like that excuse taken away from him. <clears throat> so we often complain about this or that behavior or pattern or thing we want to change but are stuck in. But we are very attached to those patterns of thought and behavior. And we are often very reluctant to put them to death. The problem is if we don't surrender our regrets, our attitude of poor me, our victimization, we can't fully rise with Christ. Jesus does not sit on the throne of his glory in heaven bemoaning all the bad things that were done to him during Holy Week. And if we will not put our old story to death with him, we cannot fully enter into his new story, into life. On the Sunday after Easter, we remember that Easter is not merely a day of excitement, but it is a season of celebration, and it is for us a way of life. We continually experience the resurrection through the habits of grace that form us into the image of Christ over time. And our role in this process is to persevere in the habits of grace so that God's work will continue in us until it is completed on that day. This is the victory that conquers the world, even our faith. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. The angel of the Lord descended from heaven and said to